Set Lusting Bruce is a home from home. It's always the warmest of welcomes from Jesse, who quickly puts you at ease and takes a genuine interest in everyone's story. An hour of friendly chat just flies by. Heartily recommended for all. Thanks, Jesse. Congratulations on your anniversary. to a new episode of Set Lusting Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson, and joining me tonight is my new friend from the DFW area, which is always nice to have a local guest, my buddy Ron. How you doing, Ron? I'm doing just wonderful, sir. How are you doing? I am great. Hey, uh, why don't you uh, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Uh, I'm a, uh, married, have a 20 year old son. Um, we are, who's in college now. So we are empty nesters, uh, enjoy the quietness. The quietness is so nice. So very nice. You know, I'm going to interrupt you right there. I did not have any problems either. When Chris Jackson left, um, it was like, don't you, are you depressed? No, no, not really. (laughs) You know, <laughs> our son came home for uh he was home for seven days and then he went to california to go do his uh drum corps thing and so he'll actually be home for two days next week and then he's going back to school where's he going to school so, uh uh east texas uh, a&m commerce okay very nice chris went to... he's a music major oh nice chris went to stephen f austin so ah, there you uh, go that was uh far enough away that can't get home real quick. <laughs> yes, but close enough that if we wanted to go for the weekend, it was pretty easy. So Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Absolutely. Cool. All right. Well, continue on. I Sorry to interrupt you. That's fine. Uh, I uh, discovered Bruce a little bit later in my life. I, I remember hearing him as a, when I was younger, but uh, now it's uh, I pretty much wear my friends and my family out with Springsteen all the time. So. <laughs> Uh, I've become like a teenager obsessed with some uh, teenage artist, some current artist. You know, Ron, there is um, a lot to be said for that. Um, I have the same issue. Um, My wife, uh, God love her, rolls her eyes all the time with me and said, does it have to be Bruce every freaking time? I've, uh, I've had that conversation many times. <laughs> yeah. Well, I always like to talk about your roots. So talk about growing up. Where did you grow up? What kind of music did your family listen to? 
Um, okay, so I'm an only child. Um, we were nomads. My dad was military, uh, career military. So uh, 10 schools in 12 years. Um, you know, I've been all, uh, born in Virginia. I've lived in Texas most of my life. Uh, and so I was primarily raised on old classic country, George Jones and Tammy Wynette and uh, Johnny Cash, um, Jim Reeves, Marty Robbins, and old R&B stuff. Uh, my dad, I just remember, I have these memories of my dad sitting at his homemade bar at the house and just listening to these old albums just over and over and over. But that stuff stuck with me, and I still have such an appreciation for that, more so than I do most current uh most current artists. There's a few new artists that I enjoy, but for the most part, it's the old stuff that I listen to. Old stuff and Bruce. Yeah, you know, Ron, um, I have shared this before. Um, back when um, Jim and Patrick from Rock of the Suburbs were still doing Dad Rock, and when Merle Haggard died, it felt like I lost my father all over again. Um, because I can understand that. You know, my dad just loved Johnny Cash, Willie Nelson. Uh, Marty Robbins, Jim Reeves. I mean, just exactly the people you're naming. Uh, you know, put your sweet lips on the phone. Oh, and, great, great Jim Reeves. <laughs> yeah, and and so... Uh, Late vibes. Oh, yeah. Um, and so uh, the joke I make, which is, you know, for the Blues Brothers, is we listen to both kinds of music, country and western. Absolutely. Uh, in the house, so... Um, it is, um, and those songs come back. Like if you hear them, um, you know, I immediately, um, you know, recognize it and know the songs. They just are in my roots. Um, so, um, and my dad was in the Army, and I figured out I went to 12 different schools through first through eighth grade, and then... There you go. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, one year we went to three different schools because my dad was in the Army, and, you know, we moved, and then my mom was always wanted to get back home to Louisiana. Uh, so, you know, there's nothing to think about pulling us out of school and not even worried about it, right? So... Oh, where are you from, Louisiana? Lake Charles, Louisiana. All right, all yeah. right. Yeah, I lived uh, in New Orleans for for uh, four years. Ah, uh, very nice, cool. So, um, when you where'd you go to high school? Uh, I went locally. I went uh, in in the Metroplex. I, well, my last three years, I was here. So, uh, which was the longest time, I, obviously, that I'd ever spent at a school. Yeah. So I yeah I graduated here in the Metroplex. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Um, what, what kind of music did you listen to in high school? And Oh, the normal stuff. I mean, whatever was current on the radio. Uh, you know, I remember hanging out with some of my football friends and driving around listening to, um, Journey and Def Leppard and Quiet Riot. Uh, you know, I never got into anything or the real heavy stuff. Um, and that was weird for me, you know, the whole music thing, because in the, in the 70s, I was, I was turned off by a lot of the rock music at the time. I didn't have an appreciation for it and because I was raised on the country and the old R&B stuff. Mm -hmm. And so 
the eighties is you know I I do remember listening to Casey Kasem's Top Forty as a kid. Oh, always. In fact, <laughs> you know, uh, Sirius XM on the weekends replays those. And really? I, uh, yeah, um, on the seventies channel, and they will. I wish I I don't know the schedule. I'm sure if I started looking, I could find it. But we will travel sometimes, and they will play the whole like the week, whatever the week of, and they will play it. And it is still fascinating. I I love hearing all the songs and the stories. I, I, I love listening to Casey Kasem. Oh, I, I think the top 40, well, it was about that time frame, Hungry Heart. That's the first, that is my earliest Springsteen memory of, mm-hmm. of hearing his, his music was, was Hungry Heart. And then when I was in high school, uh, born in the USA, my senior year, born in the USA came out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I wasn't as much into the deep cuts then. Yeah. You know, I would listen to the entire album. I've, I've As great of a song as Born in the USA is, I can go a long time without having to hear it again. I've heard it so many times in my life. He's got such a better – I think he's got so many better songs than that. So – uh, but I just remember there being a big deal about that album when it came out. Oh, absolutely. I graduated high school in 77, so I'm a few years older than you, it sounds like. Um, a little bit. Yeah, and um, I was, you know, like everyone else in 84, you know, everyone listening to Born in the USA, all the songs. Um, I, I kind of feel the same way. Um I've been lucky enough to hear him do Born in the USA live, and that was kind of cool. Um, you know, the song I'm like, eh, um, it, I'm on fire, right? Like, I, I don't need yes. to hear that live again. Um, though uh, there are other songs that, uh, you know, I, I I admit I never get tired of hearing Glory Days. I just Oh, don't. no, I'm the same way. That and I'm going down. Yeah. Love those songs. Yeah, absolutely. Well, cool. So what about him um, spoke to you? Um, well, I can tell you this. Let, let me let me go. Let me tell you a little bit something here. Um, when I really, truly discovered Bruce mm-hmm. was the 75 to 85 box set. Okay. And... As great a musician as he is, I don't think any of his albums capture what a live show is. Yeah. Now, where did you buy – I assume you bought it the album version, or did you buy the cassette? I bought the cassette version of that. Okay. Where did you buy it at? Uh, you know what? I don't remember. It okay. seems like I may have gotten it for Christmas or a, or a mm-hmm. gift, but I know that the last cassette of that that had No Surrender, Jersey Girl – Yeah. Uh, I think it had 10th Avenue freeze out on the back on that last cassette, the side B. I wore that cassette out. The reason just flat why, out. yeah, the reason I was asking Ron is, um, I remember going to, um, I guess Sound Warehouse on Greenville Avenue. I remember Sound Warehouse. Right, that's the name of it. Right, it's it's on Greenville Avenue, just a little bit north of Mockingbird Lane, and uh capizzi's and i remember they had 
you know, hundreds of them stacked up and uh, got that. Um, so that's why I was just thinking if there's a chance you got it at the same place I did. Uh, so. You know what? And it, it's a possibility. I just remember getting it. There was a sound warehouse in Arlington I used to go to all the time. Yeah. Uh, the uh, I, I don't remember how I came to get it, but I remember being fascinated by all the pictures and the the sheer crowd size in the pictures. Yeah. Was what amazed me because I was like I. I don't know what this what what this is all about. I've never seen a show that where there's this many people there. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I think he was the first real stadium rock artist that mm-hmm. I remember ever seeing. That's yeah. when they do. Remember they used to do the Texas Jam here. I was just going to ask you: Did you do Willie's Picnic or Texas Jam ever? Uh, I've I've been to one Willie's Picnic, but I've I've never made it to a Texas Jam. I did, I guess it was um, the summer of either, I guess, 78 or 79, um, because I was still living in Lake Charles, Louisiana, and my cousin and I drove up um, to the Cotton Bowl and went to Willie's, um, you know, picnic. picnic. Yeah, And, and it was just... I, I remember how hot it was and how long it took between bands. Uh, but um, great, great memories um, that we did. Um, so I always like to reference this that, especially you and I living in Dallas, um, it is a little difficult at times to see Bruce perform versus someone living on the East yes. Coast. Uh, yes. So the amount of times you've seen him perform live is not a fair barometer of what kind of fan you are. But for the record, how many times have you seen him perform live? In person, twice. Okay. The third time, which actually would have been the first time. So in 14, mm-hmm. uh, when he, uh, that was the year I saw him in Houston. Okay. Um, that was the same show the Flores Brothers were at. Right. Um, he was here in Dallas for the NCAA. Yes. And my son and I were going to go to that, but there was an assignment that he didn't get finished, so we couldn't go. And the weather was bad, and I didn't want to go down there by myself. So I I told my wife and my son, I said, I'm going to the front computer because um, uh, AT&T broadcast the entire show online. They and did. I sat in front of the computer for three hours and did not move and watch the show. <laughs> so it was minus getting wet. I was at the show. Um, first off, that is a great version of the show. Um, I was there, um, and it, you know, the great Robert Wolanski, um, you know, did a I'm review familiar. of it, and he said that. For the intimacy of how few people were there, you know, and, and the energy of the crowd, he would argue that it is one of Bruce's best shows. I know our friends on the East Coast would probably disagree, um, <laughs> but it is, um, yeah, that was a, a wonderful show. Um, yeah, and I, um, as we already talked about, we were both at the Houston show, uh, so that's very cool. Um which was actually my first show to see in person. Wow. I drove down the day of the show, and I was back at work the next morning. I drove back immediately, right back to uh, to uh, 
uh, where I'm at. And I, I was at work by uh, before nine the next morning. Wow. Little, little tired, but it was one of the, uh, it was a life memory for me. It was a bucket list thing. And yeah. I, the only thing I'm, I'm mad about is that I have not, I had not tried to see him before then because the shows are just unbelievable. You know, Ron, um, there, I always talk about this. Um, I feel like watching Bruce live, I feel the same way when you, on a football game, you go for two and don't get it, and you chase that extra point the rest of the game. I feel mm-hmm. like I've missed that show, and so therefore I'm chasing it. I'll never catch. Uh, growing up in Louisiana, no, no concept of seeing him. And then I, I just never had thought about I could actually get in a car and drive. You know, like if he didn't come to Dallas, I'm not going to see him. And um, you know, and it was only just recently once you know you go, oh well, maybe I can spend some of my hard-earned money and fly to a show. Uh, you know. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Uh, because, it, it, go ahead. No, I was going to say part of the reasons why I think I, there's a local sports station here that I listen to. And there's a guy on the show and he said, if you've not seen him, you need to go see him at least once because it is an experience. It's like a revival. It's like something you've never seen before. The problem is, is that the dates would be the shows would be sold out before I knew about them because I don't listen to music radio. Right. I listen, I listen to the sports talk station, the same station every day. And there's one music station I'll listen to. Those are the only two stations I listen to. So uh, uh, if they're not station? announced, yeah. go uh, ahead. What station? Uh, the music station, KXT, 91.7. Okay. But the sports and, station? And I, uh, the ticket. Okay. I just didn't know if you were, you know, a fan guy or the ticket guy. Yes. Um, I'm a ticket guy. I was. I've been a um, ticket guy since day one. Yeah. I was so happy after that um, NCAA tournament uh, because Junior and George always give Bruce a hard time about his guitar strumming and, oh, and they both admitted, you know, after that show that, okay, they get it. They understand. I I, I remember Junior saying that. I get it. I get it completely now. Yeah. Um, And, you know, and I I applaud their um, devotion to you two. Um, you know, because it is, um, you know, that that is their band and they adore them and there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with you, too. Uh, but I, I just felt a little bit good because I'm like you. I'm a day one P1. Um, you know, the um, the ticket was just this massive part of my growing up with my son. Um, you know, we would listen to Kid Craddock in the morning and the hard line at night. And, you know, when our commute and then as he got older, he started more and more, um, you know, wanting to listen to the ticket. And um, so that's been a, a major part of our life. And uh, so, um, yeah, we could talk about the ticket all night, too. Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah. It, yeah, it's it's a great station and, and, and it's just it's the only station I've ever found where you want to keep listening. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, there is know. that, that sense of, uh, family, 
And oh, absolutely. Friendship. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah, but it, 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 Reiner is the one. I just remember him making the statement about uh, about uh, Springsteen, saying that yeah. you 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 have to go, you have to go. And I remember him telling it, uh, one of the co-hosts, "You have to do this. You've not done it." And, yeah. And then and then when I saw between that. And seeing the uh, Springsteen Live in New York City special on HBO, right? which, you know, it used to drive my wife and my son crazy because anytime when we had cable, anytime that that was on MTV or VH1 or HBO, didn't matter where it was, I'm stopping down and I'm finished watching from wherever I'm at. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I also remember um, after Springsteen did the um, halftime show. Um, you know, Corby and them talking about it the way they always do, and Corby going, at the time, best halftime show ever. Um, and I even, as much as I love um, Bruce, I, because of 9-11, U2 performing. Yeah, has, Prince's. Yeah, Prince's. There, it's certainly some great ones. But, um, yeah, I... I, I <laughs> I kept that halftime show uh, for a while. I was like, I, I, at the end of the half, I stopped the DVR, hit record again, and then after the halftime show, and kept. Oh, see, wow, that's genius. Yeah, that's absolutely genius. You keep your fifteen minutes. That's all I want to see. Exactly, just over and over again. And Linda you know, Meyer. I don't remember who played in that game. I just remember him. I yeah, remember exactly. the performance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's funny. You, know, you mentioned you mentioned uh, their, their love of you too. So I went to go see you uh, two when they came to town doing the Joshua Tree tour. Yeah. That's one of my favorite albums ever. Oh yeah, absolutely. Of the band, and I was so wildly disappointed with it because I've already seen a couple Springsteen shows in person. Yeah. You two is great live. I'm sure they're great live in an outdoor stadium but jerry jones stadium here in dallas is the worst venue to go see a live act it's it's unbelievable how bad the sound is in that place i have heard that from other people um you know my first springsteen show was at the american airlines center uh for the rising tour and um you know the sound isn't amazing there but it was enough um and i thought about that if as much as I would love to see him at Jerry world, I, no. I would worry because no. the sound is so bad. <laughs> no, we sat in the upper deck and, uh, uh, Bono singing and the other three guys sounded all sounded like they were playing different songs. Wow. And the bass just, you know, he didn't use the big screen, didn't open the doors. He had the curtains that he ever used during the football season. Mm-hmm. He didn't open the roof. So the sound is just bouncing around in there. Mm. And, I mean, I was just miserable. And it, it cost me almost $200 for the ticket. And that was yeah. face value. That was resale. And I said, I get way more bang for my buck at a Springsteen show than I do this. Yeah, absolutely. And I've actually talked some U2 fans to go into a Springsteen show. And they, they saw him at the River Show. And they were like, this is unbelievable. I had no idea it was this good. Yeah, um, he really is one of those... And of course, we're preaching to the choir. Oh no, absolutely. As this, you know, but yeah, I, I agree. And it is. Um, uh, I have a new boss, and he's the my first week. The first week he was there um, on Monday, the next week. So we had been there, and then the following Monday, 
He said, I talked about you Friday night. And I said, oh? He said, yeah, I had some friends over, and they were asking about the new job. And I was explaining that I have this guy working for me that's seen Springsteen 15 times, and they couldn't – they just couldn't imagine doing that. And I, I said, well, do you really want to know? He goes, no, no, no. I mean, I'm not judging. I go, the, you know, the issue is every show's different. Even the river shows were different. Um, yeah. So um, I said, and you never know what you're going to get. So um, absolutely. I, you know, I was very happy – that I got to see both uh, Little Steven and Morello play. Yes. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. Morello, I, I, you know, Little Steven, he's been there forever. Yeah. He's solid. But yeah. Morello is a phenomenal guitar player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I, 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 you could tell he was loving playing this so much. Oh, absolutely. You know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, when they did Ghost of Tom Joad, I mean, you, 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 you know, you just you just get the goosebumps because it, it was such a magical number for those two to be performing together. Yeah, absolutely. Um, when um, it, we kind of talked a little bit about Born in the USA and uh, but are, are there other albums or someone uh, or songs that mean a lot to you? Um, my favorite song is Thunder Road. It, okay. It's, it's not even close. I mean, it's yeah. just, I told my wife, I wouldn't, uh, I would like her to play it at my funeral. Yeah. I've also told her, I said, I'd like there to be a party. And she told me that was not going to be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I, I, I love Bobby Jean. Uh, I, you know, I like the, uh, to me, Bobby Jean and, um, Thunder Road are somewhat similar. Seems like they're both saying goodbye. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, when I pl- when I got that 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 set, the seventy five to eighty five, um, I fell in. Lo- I had never heard of the song Seeds before. Fell in love with that song. Love it. Tenth mm-hmm. um, Avenue Freeze Up. I don't know how you cannot just smile when you hear that song. It just, I mean, it, that's that's got revival written all over it. Yeah, and you got to see her seeds when you were there in Houston. Yes, I did. When he, well, I mean, when he rolled out, I was like, "Whoa!" I didn't even dawn on me. I hadn't even thought about seeds in a long time. Right. But it mentions Houston in the first couple of lines, and yes. it was just, you know. And I immediately went as soon as I got back. I went and downloaded the that show from uh, the website. But yeah. since then, I, I you know I have found. I bet I've got 15, 20 shows that I've downloaded off of YouTube and converted to MP3 files. And I just listen to those because each show is different. So what's <laughs> what's funny is I have a lot of live shows on my phone as well. Um, you know, some that I've converted, some that I get from the official website. And so uh, in – May, my wife and I went to Kentucky for a vacation, and um, the first the trip there, um, she picked the music, and then um, while I was driving, I had to pick the music, and she was like, "This is the fourth time we've heard this song today." And I'm like, "Well, 
because we've got it on shuffle and I have these live shows. <laughs> yes. No, no, I'm familiar. I've had those discussions. I've absolutely had those discussions. Um, yes. The, well, you know, the, another song that it really gets me mm-hmm. is uh, The River. And the harmonica at the beginning, it, it just gives you chills in the back of your neck. And and it, I've told people this when I'm about to say, hey, and they look at me kind of strange. I've always thought uh, the movie All the Right Moves with Tom Cruise yeah. was like the movie version of The River. Yeah, I can see that. It, it always struck me. It seems like those two should have been married up somehow mm-hmm. because it's basically the same story. Yeah, I, I think that's actually um, – and, and when you think about that, you know, his big sister have – they, her and her husband have, you know, stuck it out. They, they have had been success. That's just really amazing. Um, absolutely. You know, yeah, absolutely. Um, so – um, since Thunder Road's your favorite um, song, um, I think it's a good time to have the Mary question. Um, if you um, don't know if you've heard this, because I know you said you've been catching up on the shows, but Jay Ferguson was on the um, show a year or so ago, and he said that um, he teaches Thunder Road as a poem for his um, advanced English um high school kids and at the end of the two days where they discuss thunder road and they compare it to a roadless travel by robert frost he asked the question does mary get in the car so that is your question sir do you think mary gets in the car i feel like she does yeah i feel like she does i feel like she just uh She's captivated and uh, wants to see what else is out there. Yeah, well said, well said. Uh, have you had a chance to go see the guys, the local cover band Thunder Road, that'll play at Tolbert's or sometimes? I have not. I didn't know there was a local band. Uh, well, so I'll have to band. reach out to you. Yeah, the, the guys were le- nice enough um, to be on the podcast three or four months ago. They – they all have working jobs and they play other bands, but they try to every three or four months to play and they, they do a pretty good job. They, they, uh, they sound, uh, really nice. So, uh, oh, you'll have to check that out. I would absolutely out. love to do that. Yeah. Absolutely. Very cool. Um, so if, uh, I just saw that they are, you know, Bruce Springsteen on Broadway is going to be on Netflix December 15th, but they're saying they may do a limited theater release. Now, no oh, details really? are out, but if that happens, we may have to do a local DFW Springsteen fandom, you know, our oh, version of of, of, of of Springsteen stock. You know, instead of ticket stock, we'll do Springsteen stock where we can all I, go. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> that sounds I, 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 saw, I saw Springsteen and I at the theater. I think there were uh, seven of us in the theater. Yes. Um, I saw it here. My wife went with me um, and just out of pure, you know, because we're married and you do that for each other. 
Um, and uh, so, yeah, I think that would be amazing. Though when she watched uh, him on the Tony Awards, she was really impressed with the, the, you know, the performance he gave. And, and she said, oh, now I wish I had gone with you to Broadway. Um, we couldn't afford both of us going. But <laughs> I at least appreciate the fact that she now said she would have liked to seen that. Um, so Bruce is going to start touring again, as we say, knock on wood. Um, Ron, are there songs that when he comes through this area, um, or it's a place where we can drive and, you know, and you and I are going to carpool now. So that way. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Are there a couple songs you'd like to hear the next time, you know, that you see him live? What, what you've had seeds, but there is other one that you go, wow, um, this would be cool. Uh, the number one song would be jungle land. Okay. I can, I uh, can see that. Um, you know, it just, from the piano at the beginning and, uh, it's it, it just, it's just a beautiful song. Um, pure poetry. And, you know, that, I can't tell you the number of times I've beaten my family down, making them listen to that song while we're out driving around. Um, I'd like to hear him seeing Atlantic city. Um, mm -hmm. you know, and I did not realize for a long time that he, that he, that he was, uh, that he did blinded by the light. And I heard, I was listening to KXD one day and they were playing that by him. And it doesn't even sound like the, the song that got all the airplay. No, it doesn't. I did, I did not recognize it. And I was like, this sounds like Bruce, but I don't have any idea what song this is. And then I'm listening to it. And I said, sounds like blinded by the light, but it doesn't sound anything like what I, I don't even remember who sang that song. Manford man, right? Oh uh, yes. Manford man. Band. Yeah. yeah. So, uh -huh. um, and lost in the flood. I've always yeah. like lost in the flood as well. So, Ooh. uh, but jungle land is the, would would do it for me yeah that would be the okay yes i, I that was thunder road was was the song and i was when i saw him in houston um you know people were starting to leave and i was like i think you know because i've been looking at the set list from the other shows and he'd yeah. be ending with with uh thunder road and i know he changes the set list a lot you know please please do not change that i've got to hear the song and I prefer just the him and the guitar. I don't like to hear the whole band do the song. I like to hear just him and the guitar sing it. That's it. Yeah. Um, you know, I had the first seven times I'd seen him, he had not played Thunder Road. And so there at the NCAA tournament um, concert, um, you know, he had done Land of Hope and Dreams, which is one of my favorite songs. and Love that song. Yeah, and they did Glory Days and Dancing in the Dark because it's, you know, he was going for a broad audience. And yeah. um, he came out by himself for the very last song, and, and he waved at Patty to come with him, and they did Thunder Road. And I felt like, yes, I, I've gotten it. I finally have gotten it. Um and and I agree with you. I my friend Sam loves the whole band, and I certainly am not complaining of to do it. But I think there is something beautiful about him there with the guitar, and it's it's like we're or all Monica. Around, yeah, we're a big campfire and we're all singing 
around together. Um, it's just something pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I tell people because on the recording of that, I said if you listen real closely, you can hear me sing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I was in the crowd. Yeah. You have to sing, right? Yeah, exactly. There you go. Um, God, this is great. Um, Any final thoughts? Any uh, other? Have I not? Is there a story that I've not asked you for? The the only story, and we had discussed this before, um, you know, the sound at uh the AT or the NCAA show, you know, I listen on my headphones. It was great. The show in Houston is great. I would love to see him in a completely outdoor stadium, outdoor venue. I, I've seen some of those European shows where on YouTube and the, the sound is just incredible. Um so at at the American Airlines Center we were sitting upstairs uh looking at the stage, stage left yeah. in the upper deck. And they had their high frequency speakers there aimed towards us. And I have had tinnitus since that night. Oh, yes. Uh, Talk to me a little uh, bit about that. Yeah. I mean, my ears are ringing right now. They have not stopped ringing since that night. I've had to go, I've had my hearing checked since then. So I've lost some, I've lost some hearing and it was just the high pitch frequency of that. Normally the loud sounds wouldn't bother me, but it was so shrill sounding and it was really surprising because I didn't expect that at one of his shows. Um, yeah. But I guess because I was high up and, and, and I mean, those things were aimed right at us. My, uh, my neighbor, uh, my wife does not care for Springsteen. Um, and so uh, I actually went to the Houston show with the lady lives across the street and it, both times I've gone with her and uh, she's a long, long time fan. She's from Pennsylvania. So uh, but she, we were just talking about this last night, and, and she said that she remembered having to put her fingers in her ear during the show because it was so loud, mm-hmm. um, and it was it, it was hurting her ears. But and I said, yeah, I said since that night, my my ears just do not stop ringing. Wow, that is suffering for your art, my friend. <laughs> yes, it is. That's right. Yes, it is. You know, it it, it was worth it. It yes. was absolutely worth it. Yeah. But there's days that I hate it. Because it's so, it's just so annoying. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Um, that is, that that is sad, but it also is a little bit of greatness. That, oh yeah. You know, oh yeah. Uh, you know, talk about a permanent souvenir, right? Oh um, no, absolutely. I, I don't need a T-shirt. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. You know, you know, we were there's a there's a poll. There's a Twitter feed that does uh, your vote in songs against songs. Yes. And then there was somebody else that was asking about uh, their favorite albums. And, I'm, and like in all the lists that I see people's favorite albums, I'm stunned that nobody has a live album. Yeah. Because live shows are so amazing. Yeah. And the energy in the shows are never captured on vinyl. Yeah. And I, you know what? And he's the only artist that I'm like that with because – Everybody else, I want to hear the album version of songs. Mm-hmm. I want to hear the live version of anything that Bruce does. Yes, absolutely. Because, it, it, you know, any song live, you know, he brings something special to it. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, uh, uh, I'm drawing the blank in the song that I love that he does. Um, 
Because the Night. Yeah. I think it's incredible live. Mm-hmm. That is an incredible song. Then watching Nils do the spin. Yes. You know, it, it's absolutely. it's like the payoff of the song. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. But the the band is as solid as, as any band that I've ever heard. Yeah, absolutely. It um, is the oh, I, I I was I remember watching the Flores Brothers the night that they jumped up on stage, and when I saw them, and I couldn't read the sign, so I just listened to the podcast today. Mm-hmm. And uh, but it says I could see it. It said something school because it, we were we were sitting in the lawn, okay. and so this it wasn't up in front of the camera very long. Um, and offline, I got to talk to you. How do I get in the pit? Because I got to know how to get to the pit. <laughs> <laughs> that secret is. Yeah. But the uh, watching those guys uh, get up on stage and just the pure joy. And I remember watching them running around, and Bruce was like, get the hell off the stage. And they're both hugging everybody in the band, and, yeah. you know, they're holding the show up. But it was – I don't know that I'd done anything different. I just – I was just so jealous of them that they got to do that. Yeah, I, they – there was so much joy there, and, and I totally agree. Um, you know, the pit is a whole thing, you know, getting general admission tickets and showing up and – the lottery and just hoping um, there is a whole religion passionate <laughs> thing about that. So yes, absolutely. Uh, I'm too old. I don't want to stand that long. You know, and I love that. I love that his shows down yeah. down front. There, we, what do we need chairs for? There you go. There we there go. There are no chairs. There are no chairs. We will be standing. I'm standing. You're standing. Let's go. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Well, cool. Uh, well, thank you uh, so much. Um, hang tight while I do a little bit of business. Um, if you want to join me on the podcast and share your Springsteen story, I'd love to have you. You can reach me in multiple ways. You can send me an email to setlustingbruce at gmail.com. I am on Twitter at Jesse Jackson DFW, and the show is at setlustingbruce. Uh, We have a Facebook page and would love for you to go like it. Go to iTunes or wherever you get the podcast from, rate and review us. We are at 50 reviews and holding on iTunes, and we'd love to get more. It is how people find us. Um, Thank you so much. How about yourself? Um, Social media? You want to share? I'm on Twitter. I'm on Twitter, uh, 40 underscore creek. And uh, I am not on Facebook, so I guess I'm one of the smart ones now these days. Yes, I guess so, uh, yeah. <laughs> I've never joined Facebook. I've never had any inkling to join Facebook. My son's videos, he's on Facebook, and I'll get to see his uh, drum corps videos there. Uh, my, my wife will log into his account, and I'll watch the videos there, but I have no desire whatsoever to, to wait in that pool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think if I wasn't um, – you know, I use it a lot to promote the show, um, though I I would have that understand. Um, I could, you know, I understand that feeling, too, that um, there are times when you go, there's there's a lot of garbage going on out there um, with all the politics and everything going on. So, yes, there could be times where it just is not very cool. So, no, no. And it's it's it's. Uh... Uh, you know, it's funny you say that because I've I've got some friends who you know because Springsteen is a 
it, it's he's documented. He's an anti-Trump guy, and yeah. you know that's fine. Um, uh, I, there's people that I know that you know uh, my politics align with his, but that's not important. I'm not there for a politics show. Right. I don't like Bruce because of that. Uh, uh, you know, and and uh, the three shows that I've seen, there's been zero mention of anything yes. political. So. Um, you know, actually, you, know, you look, even go back to the New York City show. Um, there's yeah. nothing political in that show. Um, you know, I've got a I've got a neighbor who who doesn't. He says, you know, I don't like him because of the, you know, because of his politics. And I I told him I said, well, typically when somebody doesn't like somebody else's politics, it's because they don't match yours. Yeah. So, uh, but you know, that's that that's another thing with the whole Facebook thing. There's people that hate him just because of that. Yeah. One hundred percent. They do not like him because he he's not Republican. Yeah, I say listen to him and enjoy it and just have an experience. Exactly. Just have an experience. I totally agree. Very nice. Um, Ron, this has been a blast. Thank you so much. Um, I hope you had fun. I had a blast. And we yes, we do need to get together after this because uh, uh, I do want to do the, uh, the 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 movie party there. If yeah, I think that's got to happen. All right, so we're going to end with maybe you'll be out there on that road somewhere in some bus or train traveling along. In some motel room, there'll be a radio playing, and you'll hear me sing this song. Well, if you do, you know I'm thinking of you and all the miles in between, and I'm just calling you one last time, not to change your mind, but just to say I miss you, baby. Good luck. Goodbye. Bobby Jean. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, Ron. We'll talk to you soon. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. 
That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.